everyone, and welcome or welcome back to the Humbling Reality Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Haley. And I'm the other host, Meredith. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about one aspect of the charter school that we went to, but we wanted to preface it by saying these are our personal experiences and this is all our opinion and perception. Yes. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but... absolutely. We're going to be giving some definitions um, and then mixing it, mixing in some of our experiences and our opinions. Um, but there's some big stuff in here, so we're kind of excited. <laughs> I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> I'm like nerdy excited to get into it. This, who knows, we could talk about our previous school for ever if you wanted us to we really we probably will do multiple episodes on this i'm sure maybe not like consecutively but yeah wouldn't be surprised if if this comes up again um okay we'll get right into it yeah so we went to a charter school um Haley, you started in fourth grade grade. fourth grade okay i started in kindergarten so according to usnews.com here are the notes i have (laughs) on what What is a charter school? How is it different than a public school? According to this website, some of the notes I took down was a charter school is publicly funded, but it's a choice school. So how it works is for public schools, funding for the schools comes from taxpayers in that district. So Mm. like if we're thinking Boston, Boston Public (laughs) Schools is funded by Boston taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Okay. That means that if you reside in Boston, if you're a taxpayer, your child can go to any Boston public school. There's like zoning laws and like, you know, you, because you live on this street, you have to go to this elementary school. Fine. But you always have a right to go to that school. You always have public education. Mm -hmm. Charter school is still publicly funded. So part of the taxpayer's money goes to funding the charter school. I think it depends on which um, districts it services. So like which different, like for example, ours went to six. So part of the um, school funding in those districts went to the charter school. Yeah. Which really interesting. Charter schools are like kind of hot takes, I guess, or like one of the hot takes is that, you know, why am I funding a school that my child can't even go to? And the reason they say that you can't go to it is because there's a limit to these schools. So with public schools, there's no cap. Like you have to take kids if they're within the neighborhood, if they live in the streets, whatever, you Mm. have to take them. Charter schools, however, do have limits to how many kids that they can take. Um, And then the choice school part is that if you don't want your child to go to the public school for whatever reason, for example, like some public schools, like the charter schools are, um, have better academics. So you'd be able to like put your child on the wait list for the charter school. So you couldn't just enroll them, whereas you could with public school public school you Mm -hmm. just have to like you know give them your birth certificate whatever kind of thing (laughs) give them your dental records that kind of stuff yeah i was on the wait list for years yeah whereas at the charter school you have to be on the wait list or you have to like sign up to eventually get in kind of thing so that's Mm -hmm. the difference between in that aspect at least public versus charter they're both publicly funded public anyone can go charter you have to get in Mm -hmm. for ours it was a lottery i don't know if that's how it is for all of them i think that usnews.com said it might have been but i'm not entirely sure something based on luck or yeah. unlucky or if you're unlucky depending on your perspective yeah <laughs> i'm sure we can write make a whole episode about that one <laughs> another thing that's different about charter schools is that they can be targeted instruction for example it could be stem mm. charter schools arts charter schools or for example i think that there might be one that's based on equity which is interesting And we'll get into that. And that's kind of, again, what makes it a choice for parents. Like, oh, if you want your child to be more STEM-oriented, you might enroll them in a STEM charter school near you or that services your district. Um, And then the other thing that I found that was 
really interesting and so accurate for us is that charter schools are more test driven because it makes them more appealing to families. So it like incentivizes people mm-hmm. to be on the wait list and to sign up to go in. Yeah. And also they get shut down by federal or state governments because of their performance standards. So in a charter school, when they apply to basically have permission to be a school, they call it like their charter. When they apply for that, they have an agreement with the state or federal government saying like, okay, you can have your charter for another X amount of years, but you have to be maintaining these number or this percent of students achieving this percent or score on MCAS, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of them are test driven. Yeah. And ours was definitely very test heavy. We definitely taught to the test or were taught to the test. Um, But I thought that was fascinating because it, According to usmuse.com, that's not just our charter school. And it makes sense if they're – because part of their funds come from governments. So, and, you know, in order to be recognized by governments, mm-hmm. like state and local, state and federal governments, they have to have an agreement with them. So it makes sense, but I just never, like, put the two together. Me neither. Never would have. Honestly, I just – that school was, like, a fever dream, so I wouldn't have even we, imagined. We try to repress a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I hated, I actually, maybe this could be a whole nother episode, but like the focus on testing and like test scores, like the MCAS, mm-hmm. bro, who, who cares? Like the MCAS, that's what MCAS. I'm, they like the way that we had to prepare for the MCAS. I was like, be serious. Why are we taking MCAS practice tests? No, literally. And we had two periods a week. No. Do you remember the Iowa's? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> okay, in in their defense, I I don't like. <laughs> what is the what is what are the Iowa's? Why are we taking them in Massachusetts? The Iowa's what does it stand are, for? <laughs> I don't know what it stands for, but the purpose of Iowa testing is to assess the student at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. So it's deter- it's trying to see how much the student grows, like how much they learned, basically. But there's so many problems with specifically Iowa's, but just like standardized tests in general. We really could do a whole episode. Specifically the Iowa's, they're so long. It took multiple days. You think I'm putting in my best effort for this test? Sorry, mom. I didn't. I did not. No. <laughs> Try to do my best. And it looks like it stinks for the, I mean, the t- students and the teachers because it looks like the student didn't know as much as they knew and the teachers didn't quote unquote teach as much as they did. I'm, I try to digress. I'm not a big fan of... <laughs> Um, standardized tests in general across the board any type of standardized test like I realized through school that we were taught like memorization a lot more than actual learning they were like you need and that that was because of the testing method it was like you need to learn learn this for this test but like after the test if you forgot it they didn't care yeah it was like what was the number score that you got there's no That's it. <laughs> critical thinking skills developed at that school. It's nope. all test driven. It's even all though reasoning design. and writing would suggest otherwise, but <laughs> we did that, not. That is a fever dream. <laughs> I don't remember. Why was that, that a class? Does anyone remember anything from that class? I guarantee. TOK? Theory of knowledge. I did not take TOK because I was like, it's just not worth my while. It wasn't. Sorry. Sorry to the teachers I had that taught it, but no. Okay, now that we're on the outside of it, mm-hmm. one thing I learned in my degree in education that we're going to reflect on and talk about a little bit more tonight is the melting pot theory. Haley, do you want to take this quote out of Populous 
fmstudies.org about what the melting pot theory is. You mean, do you want me to read it? Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> sure. The melting pot theory of multiculturalism assumes that various immigrant groups will tend to melt together, abandoning their individual cultures and eventually becoming fully assimilated into the predominant society. In a sense, the melting pot is a monocultural metaphor for a heterogeneous society becoming more homogeneous. The different elements melting together with a common culture or vice versa for a homogeneous society becoming more heterogeneous through the influx of foreign elements with different cultural backgrounds possessing the potential to create disharmony within the previous culture. Wow. That's a mouthful. Yeah. How many times did I say homogeneous or heterogeneous? <laughs> okay. I, I just have to say, I I really thought it's homogeneous. I don't care. It's fine. Listen, it's fine. if it's homogeneous 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 i don't care <laughs> i don't it's care totally fine. something that school didn't teach me so we move <laughs> period end. okay that was a mouthful but yes. essentially what it means is the melting pot theory is this idea that people from different cultures come in and either have to abandon their previous cultures so to keep the peace of the melting pot aka everyone abandoning their cultures you need to assimilate or if if you don't assimilate then there's going to be consequences yes okay well we can talk about that yeah (laughs) so the reason we bring this up why we're gonna get into it is because at our school there was this idea that i don't even know how to get into this it like makes my head hurt there was this idea that they wanted to create equity within the school Mm. and again i'm gonna phrase this i am personally against it so sorry not sorry i'm gonna use i'm my choice of words is gonna be against what they did it's not going to be the next it's not going to be pro we're not going to be positive no this was a negative thing in our opinion so yes. so i understand that. that like there are like like i understand why people want to make schools sure like, in school equity in, in school, theory in in theory but like i literally can't like i'm just like oh they wanted to create equity within the school mm-hmm. noble of them to want to do that sure however you cannot create equity by just asking kids to wear the same thing every day (laughs) you can't you can't and equity is also giving kids what they need but mm, they did not do that and and we'll get into that i I, like can't hear (laughs) okay so basically well how about we start with like how did they try to okay for no oh jesus force assimilation let's call it that force assimilation because that's what it was that's what it was and again, these are our opinions. Once again, I understand. So we'll preface it with this. We do sign like a handbook every year. Does anyone read it? Probably not. <laughs> Did I? Yes. But that's a whole nother story. And it's because they weren't going to catch me lacking. But in that handbook, they do talk about like all the rules and you basically sign your life away to the rules. Like, and I understand that. But the thing is, like, you cannot go to the school if you do not sign the handbook. Yeah. Like, yeah. they will give you detention every day until yes. you sign it. So it's like, what are your choices? And half we're children. Yeah. If your parent tells you to sign something, you're signing it. Like, and they'll, like, whip it out. They'll be like, you signed the handbook. <laughs> like, They've done that. They did that to me before. I literally was like, I read it. Did you? No, it's okay. Oh, my God. I need to get into this. <laughs> that was probably my proudest moment, sixth grade. Good. Good. When, during the, on our dress down day when so, okay. girls wore skinny jeans. Do you remember that? Oh, 
do I remember it? Come I guess on. you were in fifth grade, but they that was the biggest point of contention I've ever seen in my life. They were like, <laughs> it's too tight. And I was like, I'm looking at the man in front of me right now wearing skinny jeans, but he is not a woman and doesn't have hips. God forbid. <laughs> so they sent all the girls to mm-hmm. the nurse because what the nurse what, is going to do, I don't know. She, oh, she'll give you a long skirt. Yeah. That is that is four sizes too big for well, you. She'll, she'll ask you. She'll be like, do you have a change of clothes? Sorry. Didn't bring an extra pair of pants with me. No. As a 12-year-old, my apologies. Or you have to call your mom to bring you... Mm-mm. Okay. So <laughs> I think you were on the right track, Elith. We should start with Ooh. talking about how they tried to make it yes. a melting pot. Yeah. So I would say definitely the uniforms. Mm-hmm. They wanted everyone to be the same. Yeah. Um, and again, that has its pros and cons. We're, we're on the con side <laughs> yeah i mean obviously like you don't have to pick out you don't have to worry about picking out which you have to wear every single day cool but at the same time did i want to wear khakis and a maroon top every day no did i want to wear a white top don't get me started on the white top <laughs> <laughs> i know they were brown by the end of the, the uh by the end of october because <laughs> i just sweat <laughs> through the entire summer regardless that's fine i think the other thing that they did Or I guess like how that affected more than just the focus on the homogeneity. Like the focus on making us all the same Mm -hmm. took away from our learning. It did. Because it was such a big deal to make sure that your uniform was down to a T correct from or or correct. Like that followed the handbook or whatever. And teachers had to take time away from their learning away from their teaching and away from the child's learning to send them down to the office i actually didn't even consider that but that pissed me off even more because the way it was like tuck your shirt in like real it does relax like, it does i like, cannot stay in math class because you are sending me down for repeatedly having my shirt on t- t- really a belt i no like <laughs> and this is where i struggle with it because i get that like if you don't have rules, then why are they there? Like, like if you, or sorry, if you don't follow the rules, oh, why okay, are they there? Okay. That's what I meant. Got it. Because it's like, if you're going to let Haley have some silver on her shoe, why can't Timmy have some silver on his shoe, etc. I get that part of it. It's just sure. find a better way to manage that then. Don't but like, like <laughs> how many girls had, I had to cut highlights I, in their hair. Oh my God. And, and, but didn't get in trouble because it wasn't like as stark as yes. if someone like dyed their hair from black to blonde. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's silly. It's like that's not your natural hair color. Like, I was like, her roots are brown. <laughs> <laughs> I see them coming out of her head. She's going to go get them rebleached. Yes. But like, yes. she's a natural brunette, and that's well, okay. Why does it matter? It's like that's <laughs> so stupid. I also remember having to cut the logo off my toms. Do you remember that? We couldn't have logos on our I forgot shoes. the Tom. Dude, yes. I had to buy oh, all those Nike, the black yeah. the black Nike Air Forces really went off because of our school, didn't they? I, we they were getting in them. money, money. Same with the Adidas. Oh, my God. Everyone who's like black Air Forces, like those, sh- the like taboo around them is like only like bad kids wear black Air Forces. I was like, nah, it was the kids that went to our damn <laughs> charter school because that's all we could that's wear. All, yeah, that's all they could wear. <laughs> oh my God. And I just, I can't with the, okay. So what's what's something else that they did to um, encourage or enforce the idea of trying to get to a homogenous society 
if we're going off this definition. I mean, listen, like, I don't really want to touch on the hair policy because that's a whole different conversation. We could do a whole episode, but we shall not. I think they really, how about this? Every, the way you were supposed to look was, they, I swear they like picked one person Mm -hmm. and they were just like, this is the average person in our school. If you look like this, then you fit like what we're trying to accomplish. So it's like the, you know how even like skirts wise, it was like two inches from your knee, but like half of them weren't. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But that was something that they kind of like let slide until it got like too far. Mm -hmm. They were like, okay. Yeah. mm, It's a little risky now. Yeah. But it was just, there were certain things like they'd kind of let slide, but there were other things where they'd be like, "Mm, like, okay, why couldn't people have shaped heads? Explain. I would like a written report right now. Why couldn't you have more than two earrings in your ear? Like, what what does that do to affect someone's learning? Nothing. Dude, I would love to know. No, back to your part about the the dying hair. I mean, we'll get into the hair policy in general, but the dying hair? What does my outgrown roots have to do with anyone's learning? Nothing. I would literally... Okay, if someone blatantly dyed their hair, I'd literally be like, looks nice. And then I'd go on with my day, bro. I have kids in my school who have blue hair. No one has said anything. No, 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 no. It's just... I can't. It's the... Okay. (laughs) No, we're good. We're good. The whole... Okay. The only thing... Listen, I understand their point. Like, I not their point. I understand, obviously, what they were trying to do. It was, like, very clear. I think to them, they didn't care, like, brunette versus blonde-wise, but, like... They would have preferred if everyone just, like, came to school with, like, either a bun in their hair or, like, a ponytail, keeping it, like, nice and sleek, you know? You know it, what's crazy? Curly hair was a problem. Um, <clears throat> depending, a hey, you get into 4C and <laughs> it's bad news for you. you don't roll. <laughs> no, don't. Um, um, I got in trouble for having a hair elastic oh, on my wrist. I remember that. A hair necklaces under the shirt. Oh you my couldn't god! Show like them. it does not affect our learning. Wait, you couldn't show them unless it was a cross. Do you remember that? Okay, stop it right now. Where you know what? Mm-mm. Actually, I don't want to touch on it, dude. Because I, the way I think about it now, I'm like, that's that's there was a lot of not, religious propaganda. Yeah. But it's <laughs> oh, fine. I'm sorry. The Pledge of Allegiance, dude. Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Like I stopped I, saying it. Thank thank you for I, thank you. I stopped saying it. Yeah. I was like respectfully. <laughs> I don't care. No. I also was like I'm not religious. I also yeah. With liberty under who? And justice for all. Not here. Uh, no no no. <laughs> not here. not here. And I'm sorry. Not in America. No. I'm not anywhere is, here. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't. I was dude. Every time. And then the teachers who took it so seriously and they were like, hand on your heart. I was like, relax. No, there was one teacher who he got so heated. He was like, you're disrespecting my friends in the military. I, I was like, no, I'm I not. I don't agree with you. Sorry. I, I'm not disrespecting your friends in the military. My father, just, my father, you know, he, he used to, he, he would, I forget which one he was in. Don't ask me. It was like Coast Guard or something. Okay. My man, he, he could not care less. He came back like, and he was like, hey, do what you got to do, guys. Like, <laughs> like I respect the veterans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Still don't know why what we're fighting, but, like, thank you. We have so many things to talk about, Haley. Mm. Maybe this, <laughs> we're going to take <laughs> things from this episode. <laughs> just no, write more ideas <laughs> for what we're going to do. 
But yeah, okay. I feel like we talked about how they tried to assimilate us. Yes, I think a large part of it is the sameness. Um, yes, the sameness. Um, Was it I, possible? No. Okay, can can I just get into my hatred? There's black children, Asian children, white children. It was a it was like half minorities. I was yeah. like, you think we all look the same? Can I yell now? Yes. Well, not literally, <laughs> no, no. but yes. Can I just go off? To your point, Haley, minority groups, equity is like theoretically (laughs) supposed to serve them most. We are stripping them of their identity, of what makes them different, of what makes them people. Yes, yes. But also like the idea of equity is everyone's going to need something different based on their different needs. If you're stripping their needs at the door and saying, no, 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 you're going to assimilate. You are not providing equity for them. That is not, you're not, this isn't equitable practices. You are stripping them of their identity. You, I, I just, I feel like I am a broken record when I say it because I'm just so, it frustrates me so much. If you, I, I say that they strip them at the door because the moment you walk in, you are expected to be in full uniform. You're expected mm-hmm. to look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. You are stripping them of every unique identity that they have. Unique characteristic that is a part of their identity. That's not equitable practices. You are not, you're not providing equity that way. Their whole thing is that, you know, the idea behind um, uniforms is to provide equity. It's, it doesn't create an equal playing field because the playing field is never equal. Never, never, never. You could, first of all, I don't like that anyway, because do you remember like once we got to high school, obviously backpacks like kind of changed or like what backpacks people brought? Where are you going? Okay. So am I going to get so mad? No, okay. no, it, it's just a little thing. But like, okay, I think their goal was to be like, oh, like everyone here is the same. Like, e- money doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. This, this, this. That's but the reality money. is, I was like, my girl is bringing in a Louis Vuitton bag as a backpack. Like, this is in the door. Like when she carries it around between classes, I'm like, I can. Yes. Like I know she has more money than me, and I, hey. I don't give a crap, but like, don't ignore it. It it does work. It's real it's life. Like, <laughs> like when we go yes. out into real yes. life, there yes. will be people who have yes. who go to college. Yes. When you're in college and you see the same thing, they're carrying a Gucci bag as their purse. They yeah. take out their little like iPad. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like everyone just has a random. <laughs> <laughs> a paper notepad. <laughs> and or like people have a laptop that they got like four years ago for Christmas, and it's like. It's cool. Like, that's life. That's life. But, but for some reason, in high school, in this... ignoring it. Not even just high school. Like, in middle school, however long you yes. went to the damn school. It's like, no, when we're here, ever, I was like, this is a cult. Like, we <laughs> are not the same. Like, No. And I, I... That's why it gets me so mad, Haley. To your point, it's not real life. And it it cannot happen. Like, it... You're gonna be it's, dismissive it's of something. Yes. Like, in practice, there's yes. just no way. Like, like I said, some of those girls had dyed hair, and I was like, "We all know you dye your hair." Yes. None of us students cared. The mm-hmm. administrators were like, "And actually, no, mm, let's hey, <laughs> who would get away with dyeing their hair more?" Oh yeah, the white. Yes, you can say girls that. Girls or the <laughs> not wrong at all. <laughs> like when the black girls came in with braids, it was like. No, but I was like, okay, it's not even like, can we see her roots? Like, it's not even like that at this point. It's like, I can look at her picture from two years ago and see she was a brunette. And then all of a sudden one summer she changed it and now it's okay. And that was the thing. Like parents would be like, oh, over the summer we're dying. 
Haley's hair because when her new teachers see her, she can have blonde hair now. And I was like, so what? <laughs> I was like, everyone who's coming back next year is that's more distracting than if you because you're like, what? I you're was like, blonde now? <laughs> hold on a minute. <laughs> now, me personally, did I care? No, no, but it's like because first of all, when you go outside, you see people with dyed hair all the time. I think that that's the big that's another problem I have with it is like okay fine in school for eight hours a day like you try to create this wonderful perfect everyone's the same place but like I literally walk out the doors we are in one of the most diverse cities in Massachusetts if not overall (laughs) I walk out the door and I see all other people yeah and like okay I go home to my parents that are black like what like and it's just a it's fine i think like you said it it's not real life and it just it makes no sense yeah they're making it they're also like making it this issue like in public schools it's not an issue it's not no i think honestly i paid more attention to when someone did something outside of uniform than i would have if it wasn't a rule Mm -hmm. like it was more if someone broke like the smallest thing i was like oh shoot Mm -hmm. and that was more distracting honestly it was more distracting for kids to get called out in class than it ever was for them to, like, dye their hair. Keep a necklace outside of their shirt. Exactly. Like, every time you hear, I don't know, I'm just a picker, John, and you're like, oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> what are they going to say to John? And then you have to, and then everyone's looking. And it's also kind of, like, it's embarrassing and also really, like, anxiety-inducing mm-hmm. for you to just be, like, cold-called in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where's your belt? It's just like, bro my belt like or it's like you i forgot to- it at home and they're, they're like i'm sorry i have to send you down to the office like i am supposed to be in class i yeah. have a test today yeah how am i supposed to explain this right and then they'll give you like a pass but it's like okay what does the pass do and you're not getting time to make up that test no unless you have the nicest teacher in the whole world and no, no. <laughs> and they, no offense yeah. but they don't have time for it and that's no fault of their own don't you dare bring that on teachers I'm pointing my shame finger at you if you blend that on teachers. <laughs> no, and I think the school, I don't know, just everything, it, it was just all so archaic. Like, mm-hmm. I can understand. That's a good word for it. I can understand at one point. Like, honestly, let's be real. This is what Jim Crow was. <laughs> no. Okay, that's a far reach. Sorry. But what I mean is, like, back in, the reason people were like, oh, we don't want other kids to come to these schools. The reason the whole busing situation happened is because they were like, our schools look like this. We don't want them to look like a melting pot. And so every time you walk into a school where it's inevitable, like I look, I hate people who say I don't see color. Cause like mm-hmm. open. Okay. Are you colorblind? <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me. Like you should be able to see color. That's concerning. So anytime. <laughs> referral to an eye doctor. <laughs> like I think embracing differences is important and learning about other cultures, other okay just other things in general i'm like damn imagine if i'm trying to censor myself because there are some things i don't want to bring up because then it'll be like oh obviously we're talking about this school and like let's have a field day but Mm, okay if someone wears something for like their religion right okay outside of christianity i guess because crosses on the necklace were allowed whatever Oh, but no no no. they're non-denominational just remember that guys we're gonna gaslight you now (laughs) yeah Actually, under God wrong. with liberty and justice oh, for all. Um, I can't. <laughs> so if someone wears something like for their religion, for religious purposes, and 
the school's like, well, it's not in dress code. I'm like, okay, now for like, I never had this problem or never faced this issue at the school. But if that were the case for anyone where that is the case, imagine someone's like, yeah, honestly, it just, it doesn't really fit with what we're going with. I'd be like, are you, um, excuse me? And then they send you to the office where now you have to explain your bodily autonomy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why can't I, like, what do you even say? I'd be like, why are we here? Yeah. Can I go back to class where I can do the learning that I'm supposed to do so I can get the test scores that you need me to get <laughs> so that you can stay a charter school? <laughs> you should, we should we should tell them to what? use that line like that's that was the most abs- some of the stuff you hear you're just like oh it was that big of a deal for you like like it cannot possibly be that big of a deal you're right though like if this happened anywhere else it would if it happened in the workplace it would be discrimination period <laughs> not even like you would be facing a serious lawsuit and which, you would lose which as they a car well deserved i don't know <laughs> don't I really don't know what to like, say like, yeah, like, blast, deserved like, yes. um i don't it just doesn't as we've said many times it's just not possible like you can't you cannot foster well it's not possible to foster like sameness amongst people that are so different yeah that's, Was, a, that's a really good way to put it like okay okay what was what what are some of the there are certain towns where people come from that money wise like wealth wise were higher than other cities absolutely so it's like if you know what bus someone takes you know like relatively oh okay that's one part of town that's one part of this that's one. like everyone knows it's not a secret and you know also that certain types of if you take the same bus like you become friends Mm -hmm. and then it's like friend groups can be formed based on like where you grew where you live and x we don't care though the only people who cared or pretended to care i don't think they cared it was about control let's yeah how about we just put it this way this whole theory is just about control they don't actually really care about making everyone be the same because it's they know it's not possible they know people will always like defy the rules i don't Mm -hmm. think anyone is stupid and thinking that they'll actually be able to control like hundreds and hundreds or thousands of students at all times like they know people will fight back hi everyone so this week's episode is actually going to be broken into two parts mainly because we talked for so long and we had a lot to say so for this melting pot theory episode we're just gonna cut it here and you can hear the rest of it part two on friday that's when it'll come out so two episodes this week And then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program on Wednesday of next week. So, bye, everyone. Bye. See you Friday.